Welcome to the Startup Life Show with Andy Lyons, where you'll find the best informational and inspirational advice for startup founders. Everything a new business owner needs to build momentum and maximize success. Here's your host, startup coach and mentor, Andy Lyons. Hello and welcome, listeners. Thank you for tuning into Episode 53 of the Startup Life Show. I'm your host, Andy Lyons, and this podcast series is here to help you, the startup founder, the new business owner, maximize the joy and minimize the heartaches from your startup journey. Through advice and insights from my own hands-on experience as a founder of four businesses, along with the advice from experts and founders across all industries. On the Startup Life Show, you'll find solutions and advice you need right now for your business, along with techniques to help you rein in your beautiful brain for a strong mindset, and you'll find plenty of inspiration so you can wake up feeling on purpose. Our guest, Andrina Vieira, is an administrative professional and business aficionado committed to creating solutions for businesses and enabling growth in professional settings. As founder of the Vieiras, an organization providing outsourced administrative, financial, HR, and marketing solutions to growing businesses, Andrina works with startups and seasoned entrepreneurs. She's an experienced leader, an active member in her community, serving as a mentor to organizations like Junior Achievements and a board member for organizations like Entrepreneurship for All. Andrina's personal passion is to create opportunities for women of color and empower growth within her community. I've known Andrina for three years now and have watched her blossom from a newbie business owner into a phenomenal female founder. It is such an honor for me to introduce you to this wonderful woman. Welcome to the show, Andrina. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, I'm so thrilled you're here. So let's share with listeners what you were doing when this idea popped into your head and you felt this problem that needed solving that you were uniquely capable of being the person to solve the problem for the folks you wanted to solve it for. What was going on? Well, I was running an entrepreneurship program at MIT. And while running that program, I was trying to put engineers and business folks together, um, sort of make that connection and, and build the new, um, you know, the new faces of Silicon Valley within the um, Cambridge uh, society. Well, and during that time, I was, you know, I was tired. I was fed up with the commuting. I was exhausted from the back and forth. I wanted to see my children more often. And I figured if I do this for companies such as MIT, why don't I just run my own business doing administrative work for everyone around? Um, and that's sort of how, how everything evolved. Started to, and had you ever had a business before? Were you, I mean, I know you were um, getting a ton of experience managing and organizing and leading within the framework of MIT. How was it that you said, I can do this? And who helped you get started? Did you just like watch YouTube videos? What happened? So I've always been um, very entrepreneurship like minded. I, you know, I've, I've used to do business plans for people. I worked helping restaurants out. So I, this is actually my first business that I own on my own, but I've been helping small businesses for a very long time. 
Oh my gosh. So what were you doing before? Because there's nothing like what I call the boot camp experience, Andrina, right? Where, you know, you get all this training and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, well, no wonder I've been doing this for years. Exactly. So I was doing a business plan for a radio station out in Atlanta. And that's when I was like, wait, I'm working full time at MIT. I'm helping with this business plan. Let's just take the commute away and do everything that I'm currently doing, but for my own community. I love that. So did you decide to just go an LLC? I mean, how, like, I love, especially for our newbie business owners, Andrina, I love for them to hear how you went from idea to implementation and then execution. Did you go down to City Hall? Like, And I know you'd had ex- experience, so you knew you needed to at least LLC your business or DBA it. What did you do? Take us through some of those initial steps, please. Yes. So I knew that I needed to LLC my business. I didn't have a partner. So I'm a sole proprietor. However, um, I needed the push and E4ALL, the Entrepreneurship for All, gave me that guidance and that push to make it happen. Because it's very difficult when you're receiving a paycheck every week to just say, you know what, I'm going to let this go and I'm going to start my own business without knowing what the future lies. Especially you're a mom, right? Yes, I have two oh. Oh, congratulations. So how did, you know, we both, I mentor listeners, as you know, for Entrepreneurship for All. That's E4FORALL.org. Go check them out. They're growing nationwide. And it's a phenomenal accelerator program. And what folks do is they apply to this program. And should they get accepted, they become part of a cohort. And it's a year-long program, 12 months intensive, 12 week intensive, and then monthly support for the remaining nine months. And it's there to help folks, new business owners, learn what the process is to become a better business owner. And how did you know to apply, Andrina? Had you heard about E4ALL? Um, so a friend of mine, uh, Christina Pimentel, who also is part of the Vieras, right? she um, has her own side business and she went through the program and I had told her about my insecurities and my plans and she told me, you know what, I have the perfect program for you. I went through the program, won first place, got some um, funding from it and it's been a roller coaster ride ever since. Oh my gosh. Can I tell everybody my favorite story? So I was there when Andrina won. Okay. And of course we all have doubters in our life, right? Andrina. And one of them, I believe was your grandmother. And (laughs) she was like, don't leave the pain payroll. Don't leave the good paying job with benefits. What are you nuts? And I'll never forget how she practically, I don't know if she matched what you won, but she was just became your biggest fan after seeing you win and graduate from the accelerator program. Yes, exactly. So um, I won $6,000 from the program and she matched it that same night. She's like, if they believe in you, I believe in you. Oh, that just always just brings tears to my eyes. (laughs) I just love that story so much because listeners, it's so easy for everybody to be around us going, "Uh uh-huh, uh-huh, and inside going, oh, hell no, you know, or being skeptical or wanting to be supportive, but afraid for us, especially as they start seeing us suffer through the journey. And so I think it's just so validating, Andrina, that your grandmother came through in such a wonderful way. Yes, yes. And now she's called the um, CFO. 
He, he manages all of the operations, such as um, going over my receipts and making sure that I'm fed every day. Before <laughs> <laughs> she's still running the business. Oh my gosh! Well, because you provide a, a service that you cannot do alone, you needed to recruit. You needed to also figure out, given your physical location, you know how you wanted to launch your business. Who was your, and you had to figure out who your launchable target audience is. And and listeners, remember, we have our launchable, we have our serviceable, we have our. A total addressable market. Yeah, there's a whole different, a lot of different levels when you're first launching a business and how you want to begin servicing your ideal customers. First of all, how did you figure out your value proposition entering and, and who, and, and who were, you know, who was the person, who were the, the group of folks that you wanted to reach and how has that changed over the last few years? So throughout my professional life, I've always worn many hats. Um, and when I've helped startup companies, I've noticed that they too wear many hats, some which they may not have too much knowledge of. Um, and also, I feel like startup companies are always, you know, having difficulties with with funding, with um, cash flows. And so part of our value proposition is, you get an all-in-one inclusive administrative solution. We have um, professionals in every field, and it's an outsourced solution. So you don't need someone to be in your payroll. You don't need to provide um, benefits for them. If they go on vacation, you don't have to worry about that. Um, yeah, so you pretty much... Wow. How did you come up with that as a business model, Andrina? What What spoke to you going that route versus providing someone and they're doing, you know, all of the work? Um, I decided to pretty much take all of the back office support. So I started okay. as administrative solutions, executive assistant work. And as I made my model more scalable, I decided to rebrand. We started as Viera Admin Solutions and now we're the Vieras. And we've added some additional departments such as the HR, marketing, and the finance. I love that. And what, you know, because there's lots of folks, I get pinged all the time on LinkedIn. What do you think is differentiating the Vieras versus the other administrative support businesses that are out there? The difference between us is that, again, we're like we're all in one uh, solution. So instead of having to have one business run your finances, then go to another business for your marketing, we have it all together. And we, um, you know, we work together as well. So just because you give one department a project doesn't mean that um, it's just that one person. So instead of, if you hire one person, you hire their weaknesses and their strengths. If you hire the Vieras, you hire all of our strengths. And the weaknesses, we know what they are, and we tend to stay away from those. So let's say, for example, you need to do um, a pitch deck, and you need someone in the finance department to put your numbers together. But they might not want to glamorize or beautify the pitch deck. We then forward the pitch deck to the marketing department, who will then work their magic. Oh, I love that. That is a tremendous service that you're providing. Now, let's go back to when you started. Did you do everything first? And then as you received funds from you know your services, were you then able to bring folks on? Or did you start you know, pr- you know 
recruiting folks from day one? I started doing everything myself and then slowly I continued to recruit more and more um, people. And now pretty much um, we have an entire team that and they're all specialized in their field. Oh, I love that. And the reason I ask that is you know, recruitment can be really challenging for new business owners. And so was did you wait until you got the order, so to speak, to recruit? Or were you? did you bring someone on and said, okay, I'm going to make sure that I bring in customers who are going to need this team member's services? I've always, I still run into this issue is the chicken or the egg. Right. Right. Um, in the beginning, it was just me. I needed to build my client base. Um, and as I got more and more busy, I ended up recruiting and giving, you know, delegating some of the work. Now what we do is we have a team and we know it's almost like a, we're building a Rolodex of professionals. Mm-hmm. That, you know, we, we know what they're capable of, how available they are. Um, and that's so now, yeah, we pretty much wait for the client and we have a client management uh, team and they'll take the beginning stages of the project. Oh my gosh. I just, ah, listeners. Yeah. yeah, I'm sorry. um, You get more and more VRS. We're like the office minions. There's a lot of us and we all have our specialty and we help each other out for your number one goal. Which is great. I, I love, I love that image. And listeners, honest to goodness, you know, it's just so meaningful and delicious when you see someone, you know, a powerhouse like Andrina step into her authority and watch her just take her business and go, okay, I'm doing this now. Now I've learned this and I'm going to go here. You know, that whole reiteration process, certainly having moments of doubts and fear along the way, but just saying, you know what, they can walk with me on this because we're doing it. And so I just love this for you, Andrina. Now you mentioned the word scale. And so initially, how did you fund your startup and and then we'll move on to where you're where you're seeing the company grow. How did did you bootstrap? We know that you won six thousand, you know, matched by your grandmother. How else did you fund your business as you launched it? That's it. It's all been bootstrapped. Um, and and even as we scale, it, it's we're very um, lean with our processes in order to be able to maintain ourselves and and our employees. Wonderful. So you invest back in the business to help scale the business. I love it. So what is your scaling strategy? Because I know you're very involved in serving your your community, your local economy, but do you see yourself growing nationally or even internationally? It depends on which day you ask. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> to this entrepreneurship life um yes but ultimately my heart is in scaling i see myself nationally we've built some partnerships with WeWork, um so we provide administrative support to their members and they're a global organization and we just hope to be able to slowly and steadily um continue our growth um through that platform and and also through our local community we were very involved in, in gateway cities. We want to make sure that um, immigrants and, and low-income communities are able to, to sustain their dreams as well. 
I love that something fierce. And hello, congratulations on the WeWork partnership. How did that come together? I mean, that's a, yeah, anybody looking at the business model canvas, right? Key partners <laughs> to help leverage your business and grow. Yeah. How did that come about, Andrina? Um, well, I happen to be part of a program called Lawrence Leads, hosted mm-hmm. by Harvard Business School. And within that program, I met many influential um, people and a lot of key folks that helped me make those connections. Uh, but ultimately is, you know, not giving up. Uh, one door closed and I went through another. <laughs> trying to get to WeWork for about a year and I finally got to them. Um, and it's just being cons- consistent and not giving up. And, and again, the same way that you want to grow depends on the day. It's also, um, how's your emotion today? Because uh, either something super awesome happened or something not so great happened. Um, and that's just part of the whole entrepreneurship. It sure is. I say to folks, one minute you're popping the champagne and the next minute you're crying into it. Yes. <laughs> And it can happen in like an hour. Exactly. That's happened to me so many times. Right? Oh, my gosh. And, you know, you you brought up a good point, which is, you know, being persistent, being tenacious. And listeners, you have to understand, just because someone said no today doesn't mean circumstances aren't going to change. And as you grow and evolve, they're going to see you as the, you know, person who's there and constantly and consistently doing the great work and you don't know what, you know, decisions they're thinking about or what their agenda is. And especially a large corporation like WeWork, they have long-term vision. And so uh, you have to, you know, hang in there and, and slip in when the time is right and, and the, all the stars align. How has being a founder served you both professionally and personally, Andrina? Like what have you noticed has changed over the last three or so years? I think that being a founder has, I've, I've grown. I am a bigger and better person. I understand the needs from the inside and the outside of business, right? Um, yes. Running a team takes a, a lot of work. And, and being able to, to be a strategical thinker, I think that has, I, I've grown a lot in that aspect. Of yes. Professionally, but also personally, I'm able to... Um, set my schedule, right? So if, if my kids need me, I'm there. Um, but also I need to, you know, it, it's a, it's a balancing act because I might be working from home today, but my kids might see me and think that I'm available, but I am not. I'm just, <laughs> you can see me, but you can't talk to me. I have 30 me- meetings today. Um, so just being able to be mindful of that, of my family and why I started this business um, the reason also why I started this business is because I wanted to help um, minority women, single mothers. I wanted to be able to provide them with a lifestyle that was um, easier than having to commute to Boston to make a decent paycheck. Um, having Giving them the flexibility of being able to work from home. Um, so I think that growing and seeing my team grow with me has totally changed my life. And I know I'm changing other people's lives as well. Oh my gosh, that was so beautiful. From the moment that you were clearly a mama with your boundaries, 
<laughs> and when you listen to the listen to the podcast, you'll hear how you just was like, "Mama's not available right now, kids." <laughs> to you know, feeling that deep meaning of your purpose. And listeners, when you have such a powerful why, like Andrina does, it helps you crawl through the valley of despair <laughs> days, you know, because you go, okay, I'm in this. And in Andrina's case, she's in this because she knows her purpose is bigger than who she is. She knows that she's changing lives every day. She's giving women, minority women, immigrant women, women of color, an opportunity to rise up and realize their full potential and have a life of abundance and meaning as well. And so when there's those dark, scary days happen, she can turn to that and go, okay, I've got this. Right, Andrina? Yes. I love it. Now, speaking of, I mean, you've got the kids around you, you've got a team of folks, and you've got your clients and and listeners, people think, oh, I'm going to be my own boss when I have my own business. No, you're never your own boss. You now are reporting to so many people, your vendors, your customers, your team, etc. Andrina, how do you manage the isolation of being the leader, the founder? I meditate. That to me um, has been uh, very useful because I'm able to just be with myself and not my thoughts. And, and you know, I also I, I have groups. I go to groups that of uh, founding members or you know programs. I'm always looking for something to learn and someone to talk to. It really helps. And and introverts, you know, we understand you're okay. You know, isolation can be a little tough, though, even if you are an introvert. But extroverts, boy, if you're not out having some touch points with folks, it becomes, it can really take you down emotionally. So as Andrina has said and, and done, find those groups that you feel at home with, that you really belong with, who understand what it's like to be an owner, a business owner, because they're going to be able to, you know, feel the journey with you and help support you uh, versus the family members who sometimes look at you and go, oh gosh, I wish you'd go back and get a job. It's too scary to watch. (laughs) (laughs) I want to be out of, it's too painful. But anyway, so that, that is such great advice. I love it. And, and you shared so many wonderful words of wisdom and advice for founders who are listening. Let's talk about how we, the Startup Life Show community, can support you in your business because you know, listeners are not only learning about um, your business and you and, and how you've managed to figure things out with your business along the way, but it's a great opportunity for us to give a lift, an open door, you know, Startup communities are so supportive. How can we help you in your business? Well, um, you can look at your own businesses and see what might be the needs. Um, Everyone has a need, right? And I think that our business model is set in a way um, that you grow and we grow. We want to partner with with small businesses. Um, and, And, you know, Perhaps it might be that you need some calendar management or you might need a newsletter. Maybe you need to um, get some help with QuickBooks. Um, You have some HR issues. Pretty much um, any back office related um, 
programs or departments that you may need help with, we're here to help you. So if you want to help us, start by helping yourself. Start by analyzing what are the strengths and the weaknesses within your business and, and see where you might need some assistance. I love that because everybody knows I'm always saying you're going to lose if you're spending time to save money. You need to spend money to save time. And that goes right into don't hesitate, delegate. And by the way, did I hear like payroll and QuickBooks come out of your mouth, Andrina? Oh, yes. You did. Oh, my gosh. People, come on. You do not. I mean, you need to know how the numbers work. You know, I've got my handy dandy cash flow. 12 month projection in the DIY store at my website, you have to know how that works, but you got to hand it to your bookkeeper. You've got to hand it to somebody who crunches numbers for a living and let them populate it for you and then hand it back to you. And you go, Oh, (laughs) and then you can see where overhead needs to get fixed or you need to see where you need to build revenue along the way. I mean, there's no reason for you to be spending time doing that. And of course, every business owner and founder needs what your Vieras has, Andrina. So I'm going to include all the links to everything. I mean, where they can follow you on social media, the website, all the details. And you'll love, you know, the video of Andrina talking about her business. You'll resonate with her. She is, you just, you just take one look at her and you're feeling, I can trust this woman. And that's one of the things you've done really well with your brand, Andrina. You've brought so much trust and capability and partnership to the look and feel of your brand. And bravo for that. Thank you. (laughs) Well, I'm so grateful that you joined me on the podcast to share your startup stories. And listeners, thank you for tuning into the Startup Life Show. I'm genuinely grateful for your time. And I know you heard a nugget or two today on this episode to help you on your startup journey. If you have a startup story you'd like to share on the Startup Life Show podcast, please reach out to me via email andy at andylyons.com. To receive an alert whenever I post a new episode, please follow me on Stitcher, Spotify, and Apple Google Podcasts. And let's, let's connect on social media too. You know I'm always hanging out at my favorite bar at Andy Lyons on Twitter. And for more DIY startup advice, please subscribe to my newsletter, to my YouTube channel, Andylicious Advice, and follow my Pinterest boards because I'm always curating and synthesizing the best startup advice. Be sure to check out the Startup Founder DIY products on my website. And if you're ready for one-on-one founder coaching, please schedule a free conversation with me. I'd love to learn more about you and your business. Thanks again for joining me on the Startup Life Show, Andrina. I loved every minute of our time together, and I'm giving you a virtual hug, even though I know you're just like 10 minutes away. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it so much, and I'm very grateful. Oh, it's just been great, great, great watching you grow and step into your phenomenal female founder power. Just awesome. And listeners, until next time, stay strong, stay focused, and please remember, you've got this. Cheers. Thank you for tuning into the Startup Life Show with Andy Lyons. 
Are you ready to benefit from one-on-one business coaching for your startup? Then please visit andylyons.com. That's Andy with an E. And sign up for a free 30-minute consultation. Andy loves to connect with her listeners, so please reach out via email. Andy at signandylyons.com and follow Andy on social media where you'll find her always sharing the best startup advice. If you have a high-quality product or service you'd like to share with Startup Life's listeners, please contact Andy about sponsorship opportunities. We look forward to connecting with you next time on the Startup Life Show with Andy Lyons.